and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I am Giselle Akiar, and this starts a new series, After the Resurrection. Though Jesus' resurrection meant the end of death, it's the beginning of the kingdom of God and a new mission for the disciples. Join me as I walk through what happened to the disciples and how the Christian church started after the resurrection. If you are new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story that's in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the Gospels, the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. So please tap the subscribe button and share this with your friends. I'm sure there's someone in your life who could use a little spiritual renewal. This episode will begin after a short message. It's Easter Sunday. Jesus is alive. He conquered death. This is the greatest day. What happened on that Sunday morning is the cornerstone of Christian belief. If it weren't for Christ's resurrection, nothing he said would have made any sense. It would have meant it would have meant nothing. He would have been just like any other human being, any other prophet, any other teacher. He was dead crucified, then put in the tomb. Since the Sabbath was approaching, his followers didn't have enough time to properly prepare the body, anointing for burial. So early on Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene and some of the other women took herbs to the tomb. Now, all four Gospels tell the Easter story, though they differ slightly. So first we have, according to Mark, who is writing Peter's memoirs. And remember, I did a podcast a few days ago on who wrote the Gospels. Tells a little bit about the authors of each of the Gospels. So this is according to Mark. Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus' body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at uh, sunrise, they went to, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked, but the angel said, don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. Now it's interesting that the the angel, whatever this person was, mentioned including Peter. Now you remember Peter was the one that... Um, after Jesus was arrested, that started following at a distance. Peter had denied him three times. All right, so we continue. The women fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened. But she knew she had to go, Mary knew she had to go to the disciples. So she went to the disciples who were grieving and weeping and told them what had happened. But when she told them that Jesus was alive and she had seen him, they didn't believe her. (laughs) See, women back then really um, didn't have that much clout anywhere. But it's interesting that the women were the last ones 
at the cross and the first ones at the tomb. So God gives women clout. Now we have, according to Luke, the historian. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else. Remember, Judas had killed himself. What had happened? It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. Now we have, according to Matthew, and Matthew, remember, was a tax collector. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards, the Roman guards, shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women. Don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come, see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. And then uh, Matthew also goes on to talk about the report of the guards. Oh, as the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, "You now this is the priests. This is even the Romans. This is the priests. They told the soldiers, you must say Jesus, Jesus' disciples, came during the night while we were sleeping and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. Now, this, I, I stop here a second. I didn't put this in the blog, but it just came to me. You know, uh, watching a lot of uh, military and war movies, if any guard is assigned to guard something overnight and they fall asleep, they get into big trouble. 
Now, as I understand it, as I've done some research, Roman guards, this would be a dereliction of duty, and they would be put to death. So it's interesting that because the priests, the pre- <laughs> these are these are religious people. Now they're lying <laughs> to sa- to save the guards, and they're 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 lying so that the whole wonder of Jesus' resurrection that he's alive and uh, that he rise, rise rose from the dead that 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 news would not spread that they the, the the you know the lie would would be there okay well my personal favorite is John's version and remember John is the disciple that Jesus loved Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb and we won't know where, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple, and this is the, where it says the other disciple, that's John, you know, talking about himself. So Peter and the other disciples started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter, and he reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there, while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciples who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Now, so Peter and John go back to the other disciples. Mary stays there. So this is what, this is what happens with Mary. So Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in, and she saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the father. But go, find my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave them his message. I like the questions asked. Different in each gospel, but they they are still meaningful to us today. Who are you looking for? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who was alive? The answer was that Jesus had risen from the dead. He conquered death so that we could live so that we could have eternal life with him in heaven. No other person ever did that for you. And no other person can do that for you. Only Jesus. Easter is not about cute bunnies and colorful eggs and spiral ham. It's about Jesus being raised from the dead 
and what that means for us and for you. Um, I, uh, the other day, I, uh, one of the devotions by Greg Laurie, I saw this excellent quote. Easter was the day that death died because Jesus died. When Jesus died on the cross, he conquered sin. When Jesus rose from the dead, he defeated death. Though it's the end of death, it's the beginning of the kingdom of God and a new mission for the disciples. And we'll continue the story in a new series after the resurrection. Everyone must repent or perish. If you do not want to perish, if you want the assurance of a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven, this is what you have to do. Believe, repent, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And this prayer is in the show notes, so you have it there. You can read along, and you can also read along on my blog. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. There too, you'll find links to my two favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be